Ladies and gentlemen, Bre- Bre- Breakfast with Friends on CCFM 107.5. It's now an honor and a privilege that we are joined on the line by Professor Askar Kala. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Professor. It's a pleasure. So, Professor, we need to talk about lupus. And uh, the first obvious question is, what is lupus? Okay, so lupus is what we call an autoimmune disease. It basically means that the body is producing antibodies. We don't know why. And these antibodies damage organs. So the name lupus actually arises from the fact that the rash that they develop on the face tends to look like a wolf because it's red on the two sides and usually the nose is affected as well. Sure. Very, and that very. can also look like a butterfly, so we often refer to it as a butterfly rash. Oh, okay. How many South Africans are actually diagnosed annually with lupus? Okay, we don't have an exact figure, Jonathan, but we do know that uh, it occurs quite commonly, uh, much less common than rheumatoid arthritis. Sure. So if we were to put a population figure, then we would say probably about uh, 0.2% of the population that would have lupus. And then what are some of the signs and symptoms of lupus, other than that obvious rash that you described for us so beautifully? Okay, so, you know, lupus is one of those conditions where we say there's multi-system involvement. So the commonest symptoms are actually the rash and joint pain, usually small joints of the hands. But patients can also develop uh, other other things involving the lungs, the kidneys, uh, and various other organs which we need to look at. But the diagnosis is usually made uh, on a blood test which detects an autoantibody that we call the anti-nuclear antibody. Okay, sure. We are chatting to Professor Askar Kala. He's from the UCT Private Academic Hospital, and it's with regard to lupus, uh, for those who perhaps just joined the conversation. In terms of treatment options for those that are diagnosed with lupus, what treatment options are available? Okay, so the treatment of lupus will depend on the main organ that is involved. So usually for people who have mainly skin involvement and skin and joint involvement, there's a tablet called chloroquine. Now chloroquine, most people will be familiar with, is an anti-malarial drug, so we use it for malaria and prevention of malaria. But it seems to work very well for the skin and joints of lupus. Wow. If other organs are involved, particularly the kidneys, then we need to use much stronger treatment, which would include prednisone and what we call immunosuppressives, uh, because uh, kidney involvement can be very serious, and few of our patients end up requiring dialysis and may require kidney transplant. So it's very important to make the diagnosis of lupus nephritis, which is kidney involvement in lupus, to make the diagnosis early so that we can prevent the disease from ending up with chronic end-stage renal failure. Mm, sure, that is amazing. That really is quite amazing. Got to say, a you big... know, the other thing about lupus is yeah. that it's predominantly a disease of females. And in fact, if we look at the clinic at Hurdeski Hospital and many other places, the ratio of females to males is nine to one. Yo. Whoa. So many more females are involved, and it's usually younger females, often in their early 20s, early 30s. So the disease can be quite devastating yeah. in females of that age group. Sure. And as you said at the start of the interview, we don't know what causes this disease, eh? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, there's so much research going on. 
We thought it might be an infection like a virus, but there's been no evidence to support that, uh, Jonathan. Sure. Very, very interesting. Got to say a big thank you to Julie Martin, the Community Liaison Officer from Arthritis Foundation of South Africa, for helping us to set up this interview with you, Professor. And on that note, um, we need to raise more awareness about lupus. Uh, Obviously, the Arthritis Foundation of South Africa playing a role in that. Um, What are some of the ways that the general public can help to create awareness with regard to this disease? Okay, that's a good question, uh, Jonathan. One of the things that we try and do is to develop support groups. So these are groups of patients with the same disease who can communicate with each other. The other thing that we try and do is through the Arthritis Foundation of South Africa, create awareness as we are doing at the moment. There's also the South African Rheumatism and Arthritis Association, SARA, which is a professional body of rheumatologists, and they also have seminars around lupus day, arthritis day, various uh, events. Uh, And then, you know, the main thing is to try and get publicity through the radio and maybe television, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're doing this interview. Last but not not least, Professor, uh, if people want to read up more, understand a little bit more about the disease, where would you advise them to go? Okay, so, you know, it can be very complicated when you're reading up. Google is a good source, uh, but there are certain websites of lupus uh, organizations. So, you know, if you just do a search on Google lupus uh, patient organizations, for example, you'll come up with quite a few options, uh, Jonathan, but there are many sites available on the Internet. Fantastic. Well, that's where we're going to have to leave the conversation for this morning. Professor, thank you so much for your time. Professor Askar Kala at the UCT Private Academic Hospital in Observatory. We really do appreciate your time and thank you for chatting to us about lupus, a disease that not much is known about, but we definitely need to raise more awareness, especially for young women, uh, as they are the ones who seem to suffer the most from it. Thank you for your time so much, Professor. Thank you very much, uh, Jonathan, and thanks for supporting the foundation. You're so welcome. Jesus finds you. Hold on and I'll find, find you. Where you are. CCFM. My feel-good radio station. Feel-good radio station. Make me feel good. 107.5. Changing lives for good.